Hello and welcome back to another episode of Fireside with me, Kate Ferris. Now today is our blog post omnibus episode where I'm going to read you the blog post that I published on my blog, obviously, um, from last month. Um, this is our second of this monthly feature and it's really just for anybody who kind of doesn't, the blog doesn't kind of factor into your lives, if you miss them, if you're somebody who prefers to listen or you did read the blog post but you quite like to hear me read them too, this is what these episodes are all about. But just before we get into this omnibus, I wanted to remind you that you now have four days to finish with confidence. So if you um, have been thinking about it, or even if this is brand new information to you, you have until Monday the 9th of October to come and sign up for my brand new offering at Finish With Confidence. This is a little bit of a coaching course hybrid. I'm really calling it a distraction-free accountability container, which I know is a little bit jargony, but it's the words I've got for it. What happens is that every Monday, I'm going to send you an email with a prompt or something to do or a worksheet um, following through a very specific structure which is designed to help you get something finished within 10 weeks and in a really nice and joyful way where you're not beating yourself up and where you're not run ragged with deadlines. So as well as that weekly email, you will also send me an email. You'll tell me how you're getting on with things, you'll tell me what you're struggling with, you're telling me what blocks are coming up, and once that week, I will reply to you, and I will tell you some things to think about, I'll make some suggestions, I'll give a little bit of advice, I'll give you a little bit of perspective and hopefully that will enable you to get over that struggle for that week and carry on with your project so that you can get it finished by Christmas. So that's really the promise of Finish With Confidence this round is it's 10 weeks, let's get you finished by Christmas, let's end the year on a real high with completion and everything that comes with completion, all the feelings that brings and not have it hanging over you going into the new year. So if you are really interested in that, you can find it obviously in the show notes or at simpleandseason.com forward slash finish with confidence. There are limited spaces and obviously a few have gone by now. So if you are interested, go over there. You've got until Monday. That's when we begin. So now I'm going to have a quick sip of water and then we're going to start with today's episode. Okay, so there were two blog posts published this month. The first of which is called the 360 degree pivot. It would seem that I've pivoted 360 degrees. 
Since I started to change my business three and a half years ago, there have been diversions and mini pivots that all turned out to be a great planetary orbit back to where I started. Let me fill in the backstory. In 2019, I burned out big time, a contributing factor of which was the volume of one-to-one coaching work I took on. That wasn't the entire reason. In hindsight, being with an isolating partner had rather a lot more to do with it, but I treated it like the entire reason. I became scared of one-to-one work scared of a calendar with any appointments in it and I decided I had to pivot the business away from one-to-one. I started selling more courses, I ran a membership and while I never made the same kind of income as I did from one-to-one, I was making it work for a time. And then I ended my relationship, began the process of selling my house and everything became a bit blurry. I was trying to figure out who I was and rather than my business being a steadying constant through that time, it became part of the flux. Here lies one of the biggest problems that has underpinned the last six years. I never had any separation between my work and myself. My work and my business were my only source of fulfilment, as well as being the yardstick by which I measured my worth. I was the business, and therefore, when I changed, the business had to change too, but drastically. Because I was dealing with such heightened emotions, such deep realisations, because I was walking through an alchemizing furnace, so did my business. I decided, abruptly, that I was no longer a marketing person, that I would never talk about it again, thereby sledgehammering the foundation of my income for the previous four years. I started a pivot, but there was nothing yet for me to pivot into. I shifted the business into a vacuum, into an outer space darkness where we were both flailing and trying to make it look like control. It is normal for your business to shift over time, to want it to line up with who you are as a person. I felt at the time that I had absolutely no choice but to change things and I didn't. But I didn't have a choice because I had an unhealthy codependence with my work. This deepened after I sold my house and moved. I felt like now was my time. Now that I was free and living on my own life, I had the opportunity to shape my work into the most perfect, fulfilling shape. That I owed it to myself, or maybe that I was simply owed it. As I began dating and figuring out this next chapter of my life and my self, my worth and my work, 
became even more deeply entangled. It was everything I had to offer. It was all I had to offer. It was chaotic this time. I forgot all the core basics and ran from shiny thing to shiny thing in search of the answer. I was having ideas, ideas that were good, but instead of testing them, instead of going gently and asking questions, I decided they were the thing and I hurled every one of my eggs into their baskets. But because I'd been so rushed to make the baskets, their bottoms fell through as soon as I picked them up. I spent a year in my business wiping up broken eggs and desperately wondering where I was going to get more. This year, my life settled. I moved back in with my parents. I fell in love. I found an ideal head of marketing job that was part-time, meaning that the whirlwind could stop and I could figure things out without as much of a financial burden. I was supported physically and emotionally. I was no longer far away with nothing but my work to keep me warm. I started a substack which gave me a home and an outlet for the creative fulfilment and goals I'd given up money-making activities to chase. I felt safe enough and steady enough to see what had really been going on with my business. I could finally admit to myself that it wasn't working, that it hadn't been working for a long time. I burned it all down so that I could rebuild it in a better shape. I took my time. Whenever I had an idea, I questioned whether it belonged to the chaotic version of my work or the new version. I remembered the basics and I sent surveys and asked questions and took heed of what people actually want and need. I began to reassess what I wanted and needed too. I found myself at a remove from my business. Perhaps it was because for the first time since I started it, I was in a healthy, loving relationship and no longer needed my work to love me. Perhaps it was because I had moved home and got a day job, meaning I'd hit rock bottom and it was fine. Perhaps it was because these things meant I no longer had anything to prove. Perhaps it was because I was living in a place where I had more to fill my days than working and then going for a walk and thinking about work. Whatever it was, I find myself thinking about my business differently now. I am more matter-of-fact, more measured, more strategic. I still want to enjoy it, but it is no longer my everything. And that actually makes me enjoy it more. Which brings me to the end of that orbit. As I was reading survey responses, as I was thinking about how I could help, the same thing kept presenting itself as the solution. 
one-to-one creative business support. I have always known, even as someone who makes courses, that often the best solution is one-to-one. It's the only way to get into the nuance of a problem, the only way to get true accountability, and the only way to express what you really need. I have known it because it's always what I want for my own business. And I've known it because it's always been the way I felt I'm best supporting people. So, after nearly a four-year pivoting journey away from offering one-to-one, I've landed at a place where I want to offer one-to-one. Because the problem was never the one-to-one, it was how I managed myself. It was my expectations. I have worked with clients quietly over the last few years and I feel really happy to be relaunching this offering in the way I want to work with people. This is no longer me telling you what to do with your marketing, but me workshopping ideas with you, reflecting back your biggest dreams, being a sounding board when you need one, getting you beyond where you want to go. It feels like a relief. It feels aligned. It feels absolutely right. It feels like coming home. I've created two brand new creative business support packages. They are structured in a way that creates the most momentum, meaning that instead of being on calls all the time, you have support in your pocket and deep dives once you've had time to get things actioned. They are currently at beta launch prices and availability is low because I'm working a part-time job at the same time. So if you are interested in working together one-to-one or just want to have a little nosy at the packages, I will put the link in the show notes or you can find it in the offering section on my website. So the second blog blog post, (laughs) that sounded like a chicken, saying blog post. Um, The second blog post of the month is reflections on two months of a day job. Two months ago, I started a new office job for the first time in seven years. This wasn't something I planned. A job advert popped up and I thought, That sounds like fun. The deadline was the next day and I rushed in an application at midnight because at least I could be in the running while I thought about whether it was something I wanted to do. Between then and the date of my interview, I vacillated back and forth about whether I could go through with it if it came to it. Texting a friend my pros and cons, she gently asked, are you actually in a position where the only option is to take this job? And I was. I had just moved home, I had removed all my offerings from sale, I didn't have a plan for what I was going to do next. I needed this job. So now you find me two months into a maternity cover contract as head of marketing at an independent theatre. I work part-time, so my week is bookended by two days working on my business. 
I am enjoying it. I like being in the office. The people are friendly. It's fun to walk around the bowels of a theatre to get from one place to another. I enjoy the work because it's all the things I like most. Finding solutions to problems, generating ideas, creating plans. There are also other things I didn't expect. Confidence. I knew my confidence was pretty low before I moved back home. I didn't think I was employable, that I had any skills that would be good enough to re-enter the workforce, nor did I think I had what it takes to make my business profitable again. I tried to ignore this. I pushed it down and lived in a daydream world as much as possible, but every now and then, when I started to think about the future, it would rise up and strangle me, this feeling of having nowhere to turn of slipping into a chasm. In the run-up to my first day, I was so scared. I was scared that I was just very good at talking a good game and there was nothing to back it up. I was scared of being found out, scared of being a disappointment, mostly. I was scared that I wouldn't know what I was doing and that I'd have no good ideas. As it turns out, having this job has been the best thing for my confidence. It is wonderful to be asked a question and hear the answer coming out of your mouth. That you don't even need to think about it, you just know. For colleagues to see a piece of your work or listen to an idea and just think that it's great. To find yourself becoming a person that they come to for advice to come up with and put in place processes that immediately make things work better. Without this job, I don't think I could have started one-to-one work again. I don't think I would have had the confidence to believe I could help people without spending every day consistently knowing my stuff and helping the people I work with. It's helped me to see what I do from the outside and see how much value there really is in that. Organisation. I had a tendency before to let things drag on. When I lived in Wales and had nowhere to go or to be, there was no urgency. It didn't matter what day I did something, there was always the next day or the day after that I could do it instead. The days and weeks blended together in a smudge of moved deadlines. And then, overnight, I went from having seven days a week to do what I wanted with my work to having two. It was a challenge I relished. If I could run this business profitably in two days a week, what possibility does that hold for my life at the end of the contract. All the experience and teaching of time management I've done over the years actually made this transition quite easy, which helps with the confidence, being able to see that what you teach is still working in this new context. A better word to use than easy would be instinctive. I have been prioritising and managing my time for so long I knew what to do without thinking. 
I've got into bad habits before in my excess of time, but I got straight back to pinpointing the most effective activities and letting other things go. Now things have to happen, so they do. There's no space to flap around overthinking, so the podcast gets recorded in one take and things are ticked off without emotion. Openness. Getting a proper, in inverted commas, job, being employed, having somewhere to be at 9am for eight hours, was always my worst case scenario. Now it's happened and it's kind of great. It's not bad at all. It doesn't negatively impact my own work too much. It just means I need to leave more time for things. And actually, it positively impacts my work more than anything. This has opened up so many options for me. Before I was completely narrow-sighted, everything had to come from my business and I gripped it so tightly that I was choking it. Now I can see how good life can be with lots of different approaches to work. How taking the pressure off my business being my only possible source of income ever helps me to treat it with more light and excitement, to let it be playful and try things because I'm inspired to. I'm now open to the idea of doing other contracts or part-time work and I'm playing with the idea of consulting and freelance. I think the main thing is that I'm no longer pressuring myself to have the perfect self-sustaining sustaining business that is everything to me. I don't think that was healthy for me, to be so all or nothing. What I knew for the last year or so was that I needed a little financial space. I used to say to my friend, I just need to make 5k and then I've got room to think. I was crashing from launch to launch, trying to get myself that space and never succeeding, which meant I had to launch again and on and on it went in an increasingly desperate cycle. I knew I needed a big change in the way I worked, but I didn't have the safety or the thinking room to figure out what it was. That's what this job has given me too. The space to stand still and meet who I am now. To take in what this new version needs. To heal the responses and triggers of the old and build things back up in a way that is flexible and free. I am grateful to have it and I am also grateful it will end. I am looking forward to coming out the other side and seeing what has been built. So that's it for today. That was all the blog posts from last month, which was September 2023. Um, If you are interested in Finish With Confidence, don't forget that finish uh, closes, I should say, on Monday. Closes and also starts on Monday the 9th. So um, make sure you head over there, check it out, see if it's something that will work for you. Um, There is always payment plans on anything I offer. 
and if you need a payment plan that is more accessible, perhaps it's spread over a longer period of time, feel free to drop me an email and I will always sort something out for people. I just, with the technology, can't do it automatically. Um, so yeah, head over there, simpleseason.com forward slash finish with confidence. And otherwise, I will see you back here next week. Have a great week in between. <laughs>